Hello, I'm Chase Blasick, an Asia-Pacific analyst at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by RAIN Worldview. Subscribe today at stratfor.com. Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for joining us. In today's podcast, we're talking about an exclusive two-part series on Russia's spy network in Europe. Sam Lichtenstein wrote it for Rain Worldview, and he is here now. Welcome, Sam. Hey, Emily. Thanks for having me. In your column, you wrote that amid the intense global media coverage of the military conflict in Ukraine, another battle is being waged largely in the shadows. That is, Russia's spy network across Europe is decimated. What's going on? Yeah, this is a story that definitely has received a little bit of attention, but of course, amid the just tragedy of what's going on on the battlefield on Ukraine, definitely has been a bit under the proverbial radar. But what we've seen since the start of Russia's invasion in late February, and particularly in the past few weeks, has been a successive series of announcements from various European governments saying that they're going to be expelling Russian diplomats. And I should really say diplomats in quotation marks, because what basically all of these announcements have said, either implicitly or explicitly, is that these individuals are actually Russian spies, not really diplomats. Now, Russia is well known for using its embassies in Europe, not only for legitimate diplomatic work, but also for espionage. Uh, And what we've seen European governments basically come out and say is that a lot, if not all of these diplomats that they've expelled, and I should note that this is now over 400 of them, uh, were basically operating under official cover, which means that while they're technically posted as diplomats in these places, they're either not only either doing diplomatic work at all, or at least doing some diplomatic work, but supplementing it with spy activities. And so, as I mentioned, you now have this cascading series of expulsions that really is the single largest mass diplomatic of expulsions of one country's diplomats that we've ever seen in history. Uh, And if we take the European governments at their word that the vast majority of these people are actually spies, you really get to a point where you think about the state of Russian espionage in Europe and you think, wow, it is being absolutely just decimated. Let me ask you this. Can these expulsions really curb Russia's espionage on the ground in Europe? Well, that's really the big question for sure, Emily. And I want to be very clear here. Expelling over 400 ostensible diplomats who are theoretically acting as spies is absolutely going to do huge amount of at least short-term damage to Russia's intelligence operations on the ground in Europe. Uh, if you were to remove all of these people, basically you're losing access to people who are handling sources on the ground, running various forms of operations, and at a minimum, simply collecting intelligence and reporting it back to Moscow. So the mass expulsion of these people undoubtedly is going to create at a minimum a huge amount of short-term disruptions. But the reality is that over time, these will fade in their intensity. Uh, For one thing, we can expect Russia to simply refill some of its ranks with additional spies now. 
that will basically start the game of musical chairs all over again in which European counter espionage hunters need to figure out who's who. Uh, we can also expect Russia to uh, rely more on what we would call those under non-official cover, those commonly called NOCs, N-O-Cs. Now, unlike diplomats who ostensibly are protected with diplomatic protection as they do their spy work, non-official cover officers, these NOCs basically operate without any sort of cover from uh, diplomatic protection, which means they're inherently more vulnerable, but also much harder to be detected. Uh, and so we can expect that Russia is going to lean on these individuals a lot more in the near term. But again, over time, what's going to become clear is that Russia as a major power, of course, has a very resilient intelligence network. And while these expulsions will certainly do a lot of short-term damage, there's still a lot of capacity for Russia to be on the ground in Europe in ways that ultimately these expulsions probably cannot prevent. And so what about cyberspace? Do these expulsions have any impact on Russia's espionage there? Well, and that's certainly, as we think towards the future, really going to be the million dollar question. Basically, can Russia supplant a human intelligence network with a cyber intelligence one? Uh, in some ways, I would say that the European governments are absolutely taking the right step in removing these people, but ultimately kind of fighting a 21st century war using 20th century tools. Uh, as Russia continues to place more and more emphasis on its intelligence gathering through online digital means, undoubtedly it's going to be able to use those capabilities to at least cover up and probably in a lot of ways actually advance its intelligence collection compared to in-person uh, human spying. I mean, if you think of a, of a spy as someone whose ultimate job is to kind of recruit assets on the ground, you're really looking at a way when you look at cyberspace where you no longer have to have these agents that are deployed abroad that are inherently somewhat vulnerable. Now you can have computer hackers basically sitting in a you know industrial site near Moscow, basically just plugging away at corporate, government, private networks all over the world and trying to find information in that way. And tragically, as we've seen, as we all for convenience sake rely on digital means to store information, including classified and highly sensitive uh, information, that also creates huge vulnerabilities because all it takes is kind of one vulnerability in the network that a Russian hacker can exploit to get that information. And all of a sudden you're able to acquire a huge amount more in a lot safer means given that these individuals are gonna be located in Russia and are not exposed to detection than what could be accomplished from Russian espionage on the ground. And so I would say your next piece needs to be about how Ukraine is using cyber espionage against Russia. Yeah, it's an incredibly evolving story how Russia is certainly now uh, being targeted with a lot of the exact same tools and vulnerabilities that it's used against others in the world. Uh, and I would say from the perspective of uh, a lot of Western countries, high time it defaces uh, those exact vulnerabilities. Sam Lichtenstein is Rain's Director of Analysis. Thank you so much, Sam. Thanks, Emily. Sam's fascinating series on how Russia's spy network in Europe is being decimated can be found at Rain Worldview. Subscribe today, you'll get a great offer. You can find that out at stratfor.com. That's stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. 